Artlist.io Music license. Because you're a mid, and we know it. It's the Mid Podcast, your podcast for random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can listen to the podcast wherever you stream your podcast, Apple, Spotify. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Mid Podcast and YouTube at the Mid Podcast. Also, you can support the podcast by becoming a Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Mid Podcast and pick you out a tier that fits you. You can also show off your support for the Mid Podcast by purchasing some Mid Podcast gear. Go to themidpodcast.com where you can see our sweatshirts, t-shirts, stickers, and much, much more. I am one of your hosts, Catherine the Great, here with my co-host, Brendan the Mid. Damn. Okay. Hi. And so it's time to get mid with two weeks of AEW because we're kind of slack. Uh, not that we've been slack. Uh, Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, you've been in Indy taking care of your dad. And every time yes. I say, hey, you on a podcast, you never reply. Mm, or I'm asleep. So I think I need you to teach me how to do this shit myself, and I'll just be a one-show podcast from sometimes. Nah, I've been tired. I'm sure I can I can con Bobby in to join me. He could just shit talk MJF the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I've been tired as fuck recently. So I haven't felt motivated to do anything. Oh. Hey, guess what? You better get motivated because fall semester starts tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, tell me about it. I finished my first semester of grad school. That shit kicked my ass. Yeah, you started. I was on break. Yeah, but I did end up with two A's and a B plus. That's good. And I have a 3.77 GPA, which qualified me to become a tutor. So I applied to be a tutor at the writing center at the university. Nice. We're going to see how that goes. I get paid for it, so. Oh, shit. Nice. So that, that will be good. <laughs> you can pay yourself by being my tutor. <laughs> Submit your shit to the writing center. And I'll be the bitch that reviews it and tells you your shit sucks. What the fuck are you doing in college? Well, nah, I just email it to you. You uh, read through it. And then you tell me what changes to make. And I do those changes. Our mama changes them and just emails you back the new paper. (laughs) Yeah, I do the hard part. You do the initial part, and then I pretty much scrap it and rewire it, write it from scratch. I'm not a writer, okay? I am. I don't know what I am. But writing is not one of my talents. Did I send you what I got yesterday? 
No, you didn't. Oh, hold on. Let me go get it and show it to you. Oh talk God. To, talk to the to the audience. I'll be back. Uh I don't know what to talk about. Um. 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 NASCAR is fun. <laughs> okay, I'm back. What'd so, you, you get? Know, everybody's into like these Funko Pops, right? Mm-hmm. So I've never been a big fan of them. I'm. I think I got like one Star Wars one. Your sister bought me or something. Who is that? Hold on. Oh, it's a Hamilton one. <laughs> the one I want costs six bucks. Very nice. Alexander Hamilton. Very nice. Alito got it for me. Nice. They have Aaron Burr, Angela Schuyler, Elizabeth. Eliza Hamilton, George Washington, and Peggy. So I have to collect them all now. Uh, the one I want costs sixty bucks. And they even have um, a Thomas Jefferson one. The one I want my sister has. But yeah, she brought this to me yesterday when she came over and cooked my dinner. She cooked dinner for me. Nice. I finally got her famous pineapple chicken. Is it good? Oh, yeah, it's good. She brought me some one time before when I was sick. And uh, she'd been promising to come over and cook it. And so every time she would plan on something would happen. So I ended up finding some, like, the healthy choice shit. They had some pineapple chicken. I said, yeah, I have to buy the, the cheap shit since my best friend won't come and cook it for me. She's like, bitch, stop. <laughs> and it's actually pretty good, you know, to be like microwave food. <laughs> Well, that's good. So her and Katie come over and we all eat dinner and we watched Holiday Bash. (laughs) (laughs) Big sweaty men slapping meat. We were at that show. Somebody lost their eardrums to that show. I don't know who that would be. Oh, oh yes. I, I, I told your Annalita, I said, I will tell you the exact moment that I lost my left eardrum. (laughs) <laughs> and as soon as Kyle O'Reilly put, I said, "This is when Brenda screamed in my ear." <laughs> I was very, very excited for Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. So, <laughs> me and Alita were in the kitchen working on the pineapple chicken. Katie was in the living room watching. I had the TV on, and she goes, "Oh, he can do that to me!" Talking about Wardlow. Oh God. Oh no. I didn't mean to say that. It kind of slipped out. And I'm like, girl, it's cool. You should have heard the stuff I was saying. And Brendan was like, mom, stop. Mom, stop. I said, wait till we get on through this. I said, when my man comes out and he gets hurt, I was like, I literally yelled out, I need to go rub his dick. And Brendan was like, mom, stop. Anywho, uh, moving on to wrestling. But anyhow, we're talking about wrestling. But anyhow, Katie is not a fan of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. She's like, Aunt Catherine, most of your tasty men have been spot on. This one, I don't know what happened to you, but it is not it. Because MJF is mid. So Katie is not an MJF fan, but she is a Wardlow fan. 
Speaking. She's like Darby Allen fan. She loved some Darby Allen. Speaking of one Maxwell Jacob Friedman, he's returning soon. I know we're going to talk about that. Well, let's talk about that now. Well, we're going to talk about it when we discuss two weeks of AEW Dynamite and Rampage. Well, then let's talk about the two weeks of AEW and Rampage. We're getting there, bitch. Shut up. We also need to to give a shout out because we have two Patreons that signed up. Our friend Bobby re-signed up because he quit because he didn't like our Star Wars stuff. <laughs> and then our good friend Jordan signed up. So shout out to Bobby and Jordan. Thanks for being Patreons. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So what you got going on in wrestling news? Uh, Jeff Jarrett left the WWE for unknown reasons. Yeah, like didn't they just hire him like two weeks ago? Yeah. Is his name associated with the Vince McMahon cover-up? I don't know. Wouldn't be some shit if it was, though. That would be something. <laughs> like, nobody would have seen that. That shit would have come out of left field. What else you got? Uh, the AEW backstage dramas of work. I don't care what anybody else says. It's a work. It's a work. Yep. You know what I'd like to work on? The AEW owner. Chicka chicka bell well. Oh, never mind. How long were we in before I dropped that, Brendan? Not long enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, so rumor has it that uh, the Good Brothers contract with Impact is up soon. Somebody give TK his phone. Make that tag team division even better than what it is. So who do you think has the better tag team division? AEW or WWE? Is this even a question? Like... Yeah, I just asked it, dipshit. Well, it's a stupid question. You know what one's There's better. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just answer the good big boom question. Who has FTR? WWE? No, who has FTR? Their wives. What company does FTR work for? All Elite Wrestling. There you go. It's all you need. All I need to tell you. So, have you thought WWE has improved since Triple H has taken over? From the little bit you've watched? Somewhat. It does seem like there's more wrestling, like physical wrestling in the ring now. The matches aren't like five minutes long. You mean five seconds? That's the women matches. But, uh, yeah. How long, you, how long are you going to get Triple H before you decide whether it was a good move or a bad move? 
a six year. months, a year. A year. I think a year is solid. So by SummerSlam next year, we should have a a decent footing in the Triple H era. Because uh, by SummerSlam next year, he should have the people who he wants. <laughs> Johnny Garganis. Um, Does that mean we have to start going to WWE events if Johnny Gargano shows up in WWE? Maybe. Yes. Look, bitch, you just cost me almost $200 damn dollars for a fucking hotel in Norfolk, Virginia because somebody's having AEW withdrawals. Hey, I threw the idea out there. You're the one who ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but how many times do I really tell you no when you ask for something? Depends what it is. Like, if I can do it, nine times out of ten, you get it, right? Yes. That's going to be a fucking busy week. Because then we'll, we'll be at AEW on Wednesday, come home on Thursday, and then go to Martinsville on Sunday. Sounds like a fun week to me. And that's not including, we probably had the fall festival at church on that Saturday. Sounds like a fun week to me. Sounds entertaining. Hmm. Seems like a pretty fun week. Just saying. I need to find out which hotel they stay at and we needed to book that hotel. <laughs> Brendan, do I need to pull that back up? Pull what back up? What you said, if we happen to be at the same hotel as the wrestler staying at. No, we'll talk about that on a different day. (laughs) Oh, you know what we should do? We should do a live stream before it starts when we're in Norfolk for our YouTube channel. Okay. Hmm. Did you know you can't? They, they'll get me for. I don't want TK coming after me for copyright and shit. Yeah, we'll do it before. Like, we'll just like do like a video of. Do like a pre show. Yeah, like us being there, show the stadium. And then we can like maybe talk about it after the show. Yeah. You can just like edit all that together. That's awesome. Okay, what else we got in news? That's all I I could think of. Oh, so we put a poll out on um our our Twitter. And uh the question was who is the better technical wrestler? And your choices were Brian Danielson or AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Well, according to our fans, they picked Brian Danielson, 83% to 17%. I just like AJ Styles more than I like Daniel or Brian Danielson. I mean, I like AJ too. No, but Danielson's amazing. But, uh, yeah, it's Danielson. But the only correct answer is Daniel Garcia. He's a sports entertainer, not a wrestler. Not no more. 
Yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> also, before we actually get into AEW stuff, um, if you have not seen the biographies on A&E, I watched the DX one last week. That shit is good. Like, I'm recording the Edge one now, and I was watching it before we started recording. I'm going to go back and finish finish it when we get done. Yeah, they're pretty freaking good. Nice. You need to check those out. I will later. So, what's your thought about all this uh, backstage drama going on at AEW, Brandon? Still work. Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Because, you know, step boy Tony can't control his employees, evidently. It's a work. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. I guess. But, um... Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, I just found out some more information on the Good Brothers. They're going back to Japan. They're going back to Japan. Are they? Yeah, their deal was for a two-year deal, which expired in July. They agreed to an extension, and they will be with Impact through the August 26-27 tapings. Then they're going to New Japan for a few weeks in September, and after that, they'll be free agents. Can I get the Good Brothers and the Briscoes? Mm. No. No, why not? I don't know. You don't think that'd be a good match? Didn't we already get that match? No, I don't remember. I think we did. I don't think we have. Okay, so I think that's all the news we got, right? That I could think of. So let's jump into... Dynamite from August 10th, which they were where? Minneapolis? Mid-Dianapolis. Mid-Dianapolis, yes. Quake by the lake. I could do some quaking in my bed with the right man. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. The only second sexual thing I've dropped the whole podcast, and we've been podcasting for like 20 minutes. (laughs) It's been longer than 20 minutes. Okay, then. So it's the second one I've dropped (laughs) for 30 minutes. Bobby's going to be disappointed in me. I have a rep to protect. (laughs) Um. So are we ready? Yes. We start off Quake by the Lake with Darby Allen versus Brody King. 
And Darby Allen comes out of nowhere to attack Birdie King, which is a smart move on his part because, you know, Birdie King is going to kick his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, Darby uses his skateboard that he put tax on. Ow. And he already busts Brody open by rubbing that skateboard across his head. Bad match, blood. Bad match, too much blood already. Okay. I need you to go watch WWE if you want this (laughs) B-shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Then we see Brody throws Darby into the timekeeper's table. I mean, the poor timekeepers. Like, they don't even need to be sitting that close to the ring anymore because they're always in danger. Yeah. Then we have blood all over the floor. Um, That's probably an OSHA violation. Eh, who cares? Unsafe workplace conditions. I mean, that's not... I don't want any of their DNA. Mm -hmm. Then we see Brody throws Darby into the rails, and by throwing, I mean, like, he launches him like a fucking rocket ship. (laughs) Does it again, and this time, Darby actually goes over the rail. Brody begins beating the shit out of Darby, which deep down I'm kind of rooting for, because I don't like goth grandson. Then we see Brody gets a table. Then he gets another table. And it breaks. Um, Yo, TK, can you not buy tables that don't break? Unless you put somebody through them? Uh, it's not that the point of tables? Yeah, but can he not buy good tables until you actually put somebody through them? And they break, not break while you're getting it out. Eh. It's fine. Then we see Brody standing on the apron. Darby's laid out on the table. Darby moves. Brody goes through the table. Um, I put a note here. Can't make out. Oh, Darby's shorts with all the blood on it, on them, looks like a girl who is on her period. Oh, God. That is my note. Then we see the lights go out, (coughs) and Black and Matthew show up. Then we see Matthews does a chop block on Darby. Darby props up on the, they got Darby propped up on the table. And then we get a cannonball from Brody. Brody King's a big dude. Doing a cannonball. Yeah. Matthews opens the coffin, and guess who is laying up in the coffin? And no, it's not the Undertaker. Dang. With the bat, and he goes after Matthews. Then he proceeds to take out Brody King, and he throws the bat at Malachi Black. Malachi picks it up, looks like he's going to use it, and then he just drops it, and then he begins to walk up the ramp. He's like, fuck you, fuck this shit, I'm out. And Sting follows him. (laughs) Then we see Brody puts Darby up on his shoulders. 
Then Darby with uh, a chain begins to choke Brody King and drops him in the coffin, and Darby Allen wins. Fun match. It was a very good match. I like the fact that Darby got his ass kicked, even though he did end up winning the match. Kevin Owens for Prime Minister of Canada. Of Canada? Yep. I don't know. Who's a better Canadian? Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, or Sidney Crosby? Sidney Crosby. Kenny Omega. Who? Kenny Omega. Never heard of him. Anywho, on to the next thing. So then we get a Moxley promo talking about his interim belt and how he doesn't like to be called interim. It refers to it as the FYI belt, which I always love Moxley's promos. Yeah. Then we get a Chris Jericho promo. And the only thing out of this promo I got from Jericho was he's going to twist, turn, stretch the shit out of you. (laughs) I can twist, turn, and stretch the shit out of somebody and they can do the same to me, preferably in the bedroom. Oh, God. Which goes into our next match because our next match is Andrade and Roosh versus the Lucha Brothers in a tornado tag. Let me tell you, Andrade and Roosh be looking fine. I mean, Mama Cita over here be. Mm, she might be drooling when they come on TV to wrestle. <laughs> Now, but anyways, moving on. And she might not be drooling out of her mouth, neither. <sighs> anyways, moving on. So, moving on in my notes, and I'm going to read my notes word for word. Rouge is hot and can speak Spanish to me in the bedroom. We see all four going at it. There's no tag tags in a tornado tag match. They just all beat the shit out of each other at one time. We see Andrade do a swinging neck breaker. I put this match was really good. Like, they just beat the shit out of each other. Matches that have people beat the shit out of each other is fun, though. Then I put, can we let Andrade, Rouge, and Dragon Lee win the trio's titles? No. Okay. So my next question is, can I get a fat head of Rouge to put on my wall? No. Damn. Okay. Then we see Rouge trying to choke out Phoenix. I put the moves the Lucha Brothers were doing were amazing. Well, because it's the Lucha Brothers, they're amazing. Andrade goes for a kick on Phoenix. Instead, he kicks Roosh. Then we see Penta and Andrade on the apron. One of them gets a destroyer destroyer done to him. Then we see Penta going after Roosh on the apron. Roosh is is tying Penta's mask to the rope. By eliminating Penta, they can focus on Phoenix. 
And then we see my boy Jose. No apparent reason he takes out Alex. Them two need to fight in a steel cage barbed wire match. Dick move. Yeah, that was a dick move, Jose. Why can't you be good, Jose? Yeah. That's not in Jose's uh, repertoire personality. I know, but I like Twitter battles with Jose. They're funny. Uh, then we see Penta unmask himself to break the count. Andrade throws the mask into the crowd, and we hear the crowd chant, throw it back. <laughs> Andrade pins Phoenix, and then they do their pose. Oh, my God. Oh, that pose after the win. A girl's wet dream. Oh, God. Oh, God. Then we get a Young Bucks promo. So I go from seeing Rush and Andrade laying in the middle of the ring where you can see their manhood very well to Matt Jackson. <laughs> like, was somebody trying to ha- have me have wet dreams all night because you oh. went from them two guys to Matt Jackson? And we see that uh, the Young Bucks ask Hangman to be their partner for the trios match. And they thank Hangman for saving them last week. And Hangman turns them down. Not cool, Hangman. Not cool. Well, I'm not a fan of Hangman anyway. So I was kind of happy he turned them down. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know who the Young Bucks partner is going to be now. It's going to be Brandon Cutler. Yeah. Brandon offers to be their partner. Why would they not take him up on on that offer? Eh, who cares? United Empire is winning the tournament anyways. Oh, yeah. We get Papa Will this week. Fuck yes. Uh, they might be some moaning in my house. Then we get Jungle Boy on commentary. Um... Can we stop calling Jungle Boy Jungle Boy and start calling him Jungle Man? No. Because he's not a man yet. He's still a boy. Currently. I mean, bitch is 25 years old. He a man. Eh. That's not his character. <laughs> so he gonna be like 60 years old and you still gonna call him Jungle Boy? Yeah. He gonna be Jungle Grandpa by then. No, he'll still be Jungle Boy. So we get Luchasaurus in a match against Anthony Henry. It's a squash match. Then we see Christian Cage on the screen. Gives a great promo as always because I just love Christian Cage. Jungle Boy takes off after Christian. Security holding Jungle Boy back. And we see Luchasaurus headbutts. Hatbuck. Yeah, that's going to cost you, Luchasaurus. Yeah. Yes, it is. Then we get a Miro promo. Still trying to figure out what we're going to do with Miro, because I like Miro. I need to see Miro wrestle. Instead of just continuously give me promos. See a woman approach. And it's Julia Hart. I'm not going to lie, I thought it was Lana. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that. So the question is, 
Will we see her soon to counter Julia Hart? I think we'll... Yeah. Like, I don't think she'll be, like, wrestling. But I do think she will be, like, kind of like how it was in Miro's U.S. title run. Hell. She was the manager type thing? Yeah. So then we get a powerhouse Hobbs promo. QT interrupts him. Says he's going to take care of Starks. And Hobbs says, don't let your problem become mine. I wouldn't want my problem to become Hobbs' problem neither because Hobbs would kick my ass with one hand. Yeah, my father asked me if I would want to be punked by powerhouse Hobbs. I said, fuck no. Sorry, but I like my face. I don't want it ruined. It's a masterpiece. Who told you that fucking bullshit? <laughs> oh, me, myself, and I, of course. The masterpiece of an ass. I never said a masterpiece of what. <laughs> so next we get uh, Jay Lethal and crew promo. We see Sanjay talking about what happened to Wardlow at Battle of the Belts, where Sanjay, not Sanjay, but uh, Satnam Singh put him through a table. Lethal wants another shot at the TNT title. Wardlow comes out, says, you got it. But Wardlow doesn't come out alone. Wardlow has backup today in the form of the FTR. Pinnacle. Semi-pinnacle reunion? The band's getting back together. We just need Maxwell. Maxwell has a face. But the band's getting back together. Very exciting. And Lethal takes a big rig from FTR. It should have been a big rig into a powerball. Then we get Aaron Solo versus Ricky Starks. Thought it was a good matchup. Solo looking to be in control early. Then we see Starks with a spear. He gets the win. Then we see Camarado coming with the chair. Starks gives him a spine buster. Then we see Starks going through the crowd to get away from the factory. <laughs> Are uh, we going to get Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs at the pay-per-view? Ricky Starks deserves a championship in AEW. Shit, I gotta buy that fucking pay-per-view. God damn. I already bought the pay-per-view. I just report. paid a $300 fucking cable bill. Then buy it on Bleacher Report. I'd rather watch it on my 50-inch. Put your laptop up to it. That's what I'm doing. I'd like to have 50 inches of paper. God. Oh, what? Did I say something now? Well, Yes, you did. And my NFL payments will start hitting too. God damn it. Uh, whatever. It is what it is. Hey, football um, season's fun, so it's worth it. Yeah. So then we get a gun club promo, and we see Stokely Hathaway. I just love Stokely Hathaway. 
he walks up and refers to Billy Gunn as grandpa ass. <laughs> I'm just saying, if my grandpa had an ass like Billy Gunn, I'd be like, grandpa, you looking good. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Anyways. Just saying. I mean, Billy Gunn looked good for his age. He's in good shape for a 50-year-old dude. That was, like, strung out on drugs when he was with DX. Well, everybody on DX was on drugs, okay? Except Hunter. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, Hunter was the only one that wasn't, believe it or not. You need to watch the documentary. You come down, we'll watch them all. We'll make popcorn, we'll just sit there and watch them. Okay. And then we can podcast about all of them. Okay. Into a podcast. So anyway, he tries to hand uh, Austin and Colton his business card. And Danhausen appears and says, we will see you Friday night. Him and that big red bearded fella. I have a bearded thing, but it's not red. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting a migraine, and this is so funny, and it's hurting my migraine. (laughs) All right, so moving on. We go to Ari Davari giving a promo where he's trying to recruit Orange Cassidy. Can I just say how much I love Ari Davari? I just love his name. It is a fun name to say. Ari Davari. Davari. <laughs> like, that needs to be like a name of a drink. You go to the bar, you'd be like, can I have an Ari Davari? I think I'm gonna like mix shit together. And that's <laughs> gonna be the name of the drink concoction that I, I'm gonna come up with. I'm gonna go to the store tomorrow. I'm gonna get a bunch of different juices and shit. I gotta go to the liquor store because I'm out of Malibu rum. But yeah. I have a a um, troublesome trios drink. It's pineapple juice, Sprite, cherry vodka, and Malibu rum. I named huh. it the, the troublesome trios because that's what uh, our little group name in Discord is for me, Bobby, and Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you three together is something. But yeah, I'm gonna come up with a drink and I'm gonna call it the Ari Davari. I'm gonna tweet Mr. Davari, be like, hey, I created this drink. I'm calling it the Ari Davari. Can I use your name for this yep. drink? Yep. So he tries to recruit Orange Cassidy. Of all the people you're trying to recruit, why the fuck are you trying to recruit this lazy son of a bitch? Orange Cassidy's amazing. Snooze fest. Orange Cassidy is a good wrestler. Okay, moving on. Next, in our regular time slot, sort of, we get our women's match. And we get Madison Rain, who is the new head coach for the women's division, versus Jade Cargill for the TBS title. I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a great match. But did you really think they were going to let Jade lose? No, Athena's going to beat Jade. 
I will say Jade's got a damn good spear. Better than Roman. I put, I don't think you can beat the strength of Jade. We see Jade throws Madison across the ring. We see Jade doing a little showboating. And I put, I mean, when you are that bitch, you can showboat. Yeah. We see Jade with the pin and the win. And then we see Athena cheap shot on Jade. Mm-hmm. Athena's winning the TBS championship at All Out. And Tony Storm's winning the women's championship at All Out. I'm going to have a fun time at All Out. If Tony Storm wins the championship, you know who I'd like to see her feud with? Who? Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter needs to win the EW women's title. So I have a new profile picture for like seven months. Okay, moving on to our main event. I think it's our main event. Um, Mostly Jericho? Yeah. Um, Fun match. It was a very good match. I'm going to die on this hill, and I will fight any bitch on this, on this topic. Jericho is the goat of professional wrestling. Tell me I'm wrong. That's Hardwood says otherwise. Tell me I'm wrong. That's Hardwood better. Chris Jericho is the GOAT of professional wrestling. Man is 50 years old and still kicking ass. Yeah, Jericho. Jericho and has reinvented himself several times. Yeah, Jericho's pretty all right. He I for a Canadian. Yeah. I put, He's all this right is going to be a bloody and brutal match. Huh? He's all right for a dude from Manitoba. I need some Manitoba in me. God damn it. I said, this is going to be a bloody and brutal match. Sucks the worst ref in AEW is calling the match. Who? Aubrey. You're a hater. I ain't a hater. She just fucking sucks. No, she doesn't. Teens are like assholes. Everybody got one. We see Jericho with two arm drags. The crowd is divided between Marks and Jericho on who to pull for. Jericho looks to be in control of the match early. Then we see Jericho rips out Moxley's earring. Ouch. Very much of an ouch. As as having that happen before, yes, ouch. Then we have Taz and JR on commentary fussing about the word interim champion. <laughs> then we see Mox with an arm bar into the cross face. We see Jericho with the walls of Jericho. Um Jericho goes back to the walls of Jericho for a while. Now, at this time, Jericho has Moxley in the walls of Jericho for the whole fucking commercial break. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Then we see Moxley with shots to Jericho's head. Moxley comes off the top rope. 
and jr says he's not the ground and pound type of guy or he's the ground and pound type of guy not the high flying guy i mean no no then we see your boy up in the crowd your boy sammy guevara throws the bat into the ring and he throws it to the point where poor jericho couldn't even catch it fucking dumbass but again the stupid ref doesn't see it because the stupid ref is busy outside of the ring trying to pick up the term belt hat bitch leave the shit out there oh my god that's nitpicking like you're bitch, just leave nitpicking. the shit out there no, you're nitpicking. Your job no. is in the ring. You're not the cleanup guy. No, you're nitpicking, Aubrey. She sucks ass. No, you're just nitpicking, Aubrey. So, uh. Then we see Jericho hits the Judas effect and Moxley kicks out. And on commentary, they say nobody has ever kicked out of the Judas effect until Moxley. Interesting. Then we see Jericho bleeding, and I'm guessing it's from his face bouncing off the exposed turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. Then Jericho puts the lion tamer on Moxley. Then Moxley has a submission locked in on Jericho, and Jericho taps out, and Moxley gets the win. Then some of the JS, JAS comes out and begins attacking Moxley in the form of Sammy and uh, Jack Hager. Then we see Claudio Ortiz and Yuta in Kingston. And we got all hell breaks loose in the ring. And the JAS is outnumbered. I mean, is outnumbering the Blackpool Combat Club. And Jericho with the belt holds it up as Menard is holding Moxley. And then we hear some music. Look in my eyes. What do you see? Cult of personality. What's a Mussolini? I know you're in there. I would never forget her asking that. CM Punk is back. He takes out Sammy. He takes out Jake Hager. He takes out Jericho. Your real champion is back. We see Mox laying in the ring. We see Punk join with Jericho Appreciation Society. Then we notice Mox tells Claudio, like, I got this. He knows he's there. Mox stands up, turns around, face-to-face with Punk. Crowd is chanting, holy shit. Moxley shoulder bumps Punk as he walks out of the ring. And there was a sign in the background that said, just kiss already. (laughs) Several people I would like to kiss in AEW. Oh, God. Anyway, CM Punk returned. Saw that matters. Well, there was a notion that CM Punk returned, but he didn't come down with his belt. Uh, maybe he forgot it. Well, somebody said he didn't have it because Moxley had it. But that's funny because this week they both each had a belt. Unless they had one made between now and then. 
maybe you have a stair or, in the bedroom. I don't know. Then and now. Yeah. Anyways, keep the people entertained. I have to get my father's medicine. You sure you want me to do that? <sighs> this might be bad, but I have to get my father's medicine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I shall I'm return. So- now I'm stuck with this fucking douchebag CM Punk back. Now I just need I need Maxwell to come back so we can get this shit over with. Once he comes back, everything is going to be all right in AEW again. So earlier in the podcast, I was talking about my best friend coming over, watching wrestling. So she'd never seen AEW before. So we were sitting there watching it. And she was just like, we could turn this whole thing into like a sexual innuendo contest. Who could say the most outrageous sexual shit during the wrestling matches? And I'm like, yeah, girl, we could. So now I got to buy a pay-per-view and watch this fucking shit CM Punk on my damn TV. This gonna suck. I need Brendan to hurry and get his ass back. I do get Papa Will next week, though, so I'm okay with that. Can't believe Brendan don't like my sexual innuendos. I think they're funny. Oh, yeah, he's going to have to edit some of this. He's going to have to take out some of this silent parts. Just because I wanted to be a bitch like that. Because he should have did this shit before he started podcasting. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, during this intermission, because Brendan had to go, make sure you go and subscribe or pick you out a tier on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast. Be sure to check out our merch store at the midpodcast.com. And get you some merchandise. And all this fun shit. He's going to be very upset. He's going to have some editing to do tonight. He should have just paused the shit.
But anyway, as I was saying earlier, my girlfriend was over. We were watching wrestling. And we happened to notice as Wardlow was walking down that you could see his penis through his wrestling gear. What the fuck did I come back to? You're going to have to do some editing because there's some like dead air in there. So you're going to have to go through and fix it. Eh. Uh, what did I come back to? Uh, me talking about how you could see Wardlow's penis through his wrestling gear and me and uh, your Aunt Alita pointing it out. Anyways. I mean, you can. Would you like for me to send you a picture and no. circle it? No. No. I really Anyways. do that for you. Moving on. So, we're moving on to Rampage, Quake by the Lake. We start out with Brian Danielson giving a promo saying that he'll never be 100% healthy. And he's wrestled for 23 years. And says he will continue to wrestle until someone ends his career. But it will not end on Wednesday. Your boy Daniel Garcia comes out. And I put, how many times does somebody need to say, hold up, hold up? Uh, That's just the wrestling thing. I like Daniel Garcia. Garcia was told Brian Danielson, he says, you're my hero. And then I wrote something about a guy in a tank top and dress pants is sexy as hell. Oh, God. And Garcia proceeds to say, call me the best technical sports entertainer on the planet. (laughs) I mean, is he wrong? No. I don't think he is. And Danielson begins to praise Garcia. Is he getting inside Garcia's head? Yes. So next we get your favorite, Sammy and Tay versus Sky Blue and Dante Martin. I put don't really care about this match. We see Dante beating Sammy. I put ain't gonna last long. Hayes looking a little better in the ring. Ended up being a pretty good match. Sammy and Tay win, of course. Uh, Tay can't be with this match, and that's all I cared about. It's Tay Mello now. Nah, it's still Tay Coffee. No, she dropped the Conti part. Evidently, that was her previous marriage name. Oh. And then she's Tay Mello. Tay I didn't Mello know she was nuts. I didn't know she was previously married. I didn't either until I read it. Huh. So next we get Sunny Kiss versus Parker Bordeaux. I love Parker Parker's intro music. I love the entrance music to the Trustbusters. I need to know what that song is because I've heard I know I've heard it before. We see Parker takes down Sonny. We see Sonny hit him in the face. Parker gets a win. It was pretty much a squash match. Yeah. 
Then we get the Gun Club versus Danhausen and Eric Redbeard. We see Eric starts out. We get Danhausen in. Austin takes down Danhausen, and the Gun Club gets the win. They finally get a win. Yay! Woohoo! Then we get a Swerve Lee promo. And we see Keith Lee going, if you didn't have a chance against me, what makes you think you have a chance against us, referring to private party? <laughs> then Swerve speaks and he goes, math hasn't been my best subject except when it comes to counting this damn money. I put, I hear you. And he says, you still haven't added up to ranking in the top five, but we are going to allow y'all to grace us with your presence. <laughs> then Keith Lee chimes in and says, since no ranked team will. Damn. I'm needing Swerve Lee versus FTR. FTR needs all the gold. Well, yes, FTR deserves all the gold. But well, also, so does ROH gets this on like, show, then they can drop the ROH tag belt. Yes. To the Prescott. Well, I mean, Warner Brothers did allow another hour of wrestling for Tony Khan. Whether it's an all-women show for AEW or, or whether it's the Ring of Honor TV show, who knows? Then we get a hook promo. Who is your new FTW champion? Send hook. Taz makes a comment about Hook's looks or something. I said he had to get his looks from his mom because Taz ain't hot. Oof. Uh, Hook gets interrupted by Zach Clayton, who challenges Hook next week on Rampage. Spoiler alert, he doesn't win. The only word we get out of Hook that whole promo is yep. Yep. So then we move on to our main um, event. Is Orange Cassidy versus Ari Davari. I just love Ari Davari's name. What's a fun match? Davari says, just lay down and let me pin you. Orange lays down and he rolls out of the way. Orange lays down, he rolls out of the way. <laughs> OC's just fucking with Ari Davari. They finally begin grappling. I was like, grappling is always good. She grapples his hands at him. Oh, did I say that? Yes. We see OC with a drop kick. <clears throat> Ari Davari does a neck breaker off the top rope to Orange Cassidy. Davari is in control. We see Davari with a sleeper. Orange Cassidy gets the win. We see Slim J attack OC. We see Parker takes out Trent and Chuck T. And then we see Sonny Kiss run to the ring. And looks like she tells, uh, or Sonny tells OC that I got this. And then Sonny turns around and nails OC in the dick. Well, 
Sonny turned heel. And I like Sonny with the Trust Brothers. Trust Busters? I do too. Trust Brothers, and, Trust Busters, same thing. And then Parker slams OC. And we go up. Even though I wouldn't mind seeing Sonny with the baddies, but I, with the I trust, think, I think Sonny fits better with the trust busters than yeah, than the yeah. But woo, Sonny kissed TV time. So we didn't do our top five moments of Rampage. I mean, of Dynamite. Uh, versus Punk returns on us. Yeah. So my top five moments from Dynamite for that week was number five, Punk returns. Number four, Jay Lethal taking the big rig from FTR. Number three, Andrade and the Roosh match, just because I got to see them pose in the middle of the ring. Number two was the Darby Brody match, and number one was the Moxley Jericho match. Wait, wait, actually, I have three. Well, you tell them you're three. I gotta go get me something to drink and something for this damn migraine. Uh, number three. What would be number three? The pinnacle reunion with FTR and Wardlow because big time W. Uh, number two. The Darby Allen match. Number one, Punk Return. Because CM Punk is amazing. CM Punk has the best theme song in AEW besides FTR. Uh huh. Yeah, CM Punk's amazing. Uh, CM Punk's amazing. <laughs> How many times I gotta hear you say that bullshit? I don't know. I said it three times in the last minute. You know who would be amazing in my bed? CM Punk. Fuck no! <laughs> Although, Katie and your Aunt Alita kind of think he's hot. Don't tell me somebody's gonna ruin another one of my favorite wrestlers. My mother just already ruined a Matt Jackson. Mm. Andrew Lawsbray. Oh, especially when Matt leans over them rope with his legs in the V and Nick come flying through him. Oh, man, I could come flying through him and I might just land on his dick. Oh, God. That'd be one lollipop I'd suck on for a long time. Anyways. Uh, moving on to Dynamite from this week. Yes, moving on to Dynamite for August 17th. <clears throat> Dynamite starts out with your favorite, your Annalita's favorite, CM Punk. She says she would not kick him out of bed. <laughs> She's like, he can come dust my cobwebs. Oh, God. So he comes out with his belt tonight. Um, Says he has not so important thing challenges hangman kind of sort of and people don't understand why he was calling out hangman and 
there was rumor that you know nobody knew he was gonna do this. Uh, personally, I think uh him calling out Hangman is fun. Well, I put in my notes. He challenges Hangman right now. What the fuck? No, Hangman. That's coward shit. He says. Mm-hmm. I did say Punk going all out. I loved it. Yeah. That will probably be the one time you ever hear me say something good. Um. Punk proceeds to go on and say that Moxley has uh, been number two, and he is the third best guy in his own group. Punk dropping truth bombs, question mark. Huh? CM Punk always tells the truth and nothing but the truth. Then we hear Moxley's music hit. Here comes Moxley. Punk proceeds to say, I'm going to do snow angels in the ring. It takes him a while to get here. Mm-hmm. And the fool was doing snow angels in the ring. Well, he wasn't wrong. Moxley proceeds to say, look out, everyone, Punk dropping pipe bombs. Punk proceeds to say, you can be the heart and soul, I'll be the dollars and cents. <laughs> then we see Moxley bumps Punk, Punk pushes, blows are thrown, security has to come to separate them. Yeah. It's going to be a fun match. Then we get a Hobbs promo. He says he has something for QT. And what's that? I don't know. I didn't write it down. That's how interested I was in that promo. Mm -hmm. We get our first match of the night. It is uh, Daniel Garcia versus Brian Danielson. The best two out of three falls. And we have a special timekeeper. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, who I've actually seen wrestle live in person. Nice. New intro for Garcia. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he had a new intro. Love it. We see they're both grappling. Grapple something on somebody between their legs. Garcia kicks Danielson. He begins to slap Danielson. Danielson has Garcia in a submission hold. Danielson begins beating Garcia. We see Garcia with an arm lock on Danielson. Garcia goes to the ropes for a break. Garcia suplex on the floor to Danielson. We're seeing Garcia does the uh, Blackpool Combat Club elbow strikes. Garcia with a power driver. He has the submission locked in. Danielson is out. Garcia gets the first fall and win. Danielson looks dazed. He's busted open. Danielson gets the pin. Now it's tied 1-1. So who's going to win the third fall, Brendan? 
Chris Jericho. <sighs> Garcia gets his leg trapped in the rope. That looked painful. That would hurt. And then we see Danielson missile drop kick from the top rope. I miss somebody's missile. I want to see. I can drop kick right into my butt. <sighs> Danielson gets back in the ring right at the like nine and 9.9 count. <laughs> they are both on their knees. Be on my knees for somebody. And Danielson, it keeps telling Garcia to bring it. Which is probably what I'd say too. God damn. <laughs> and we see Garcia keeps kicking Danielson. And each time he kicks him, Danielson sets right back up. Then Garcia begins to tell Danielson to bring it. Garcia has the dragon tamer in. We see Garcia gets busted open. Garcia begins to stomp Danielson's head in. We see Danielson with the label lock and Garcia goes out. Danielson wins. Two falls to one. I put excellent freaking match. And then JR proceeds to say there is DNA everywhere. I mean, I could have DNA everywhere on me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then we see Jericho from behind. And Garcia stops him. Garcia slaps Jericho's hand. Jericho tells him, you better think about this. Garcia looks confused. Could Garcia jump ship? Yes. Yes, he could. You think he's going to? Yes. Why? Because I say so. Who the fuck you think you are? Amazing. That's who I think I am. Okie dokie then. <laughs> so next, we get a Swerve and Lee promo. And Swerve proceeds to say, um, you need to respect your elders. You might learn something. Talking to private party. Well, yes. Hello. I'm listening to you. And I, then that, I guess we were supposed to have a Tony Nese match. I wonder who Tony Nese was supposed to wrestle. I don't know. According to Tony Nese, somebody is supposed to have their debut in AEW. And Mox from behind takes out um, Nice and Sterling. Moxley gets in the ring and yells, let's do it. And then Punk comes out and it causes another out. fight. Security tries to break them up. Um, JR proceeds to say, like, they can't fight right now because there's issues like contracts and revenue. <laughs> and 
and the only two people that can hold Moxley down are Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Claudio is holding Moxley with one arm. Like, holding him like a baby. Claudio is just picking him up and moving him. It's probably the greatest thing to happen in AEW history. I mean, Claudio's pretty fucking strong, dude. Yeah. I mean, Claudio could pick me up, too. I kind of like the Swiss Superman. I'd like to see his Superman. Then we get a Jericho promo, and somebody asks, is there dissension in the Jericho Appreciation Society? And Jericho proceeds to say, next week, man-to-man in the ring, talking to Daniel Garcia. Then we see Ricky Steamboat comes up to Jericho and says, Danielson would be a better mentor. Oof. And then we see Ricky Steamboat hits Angelo. <laughs> then we get the Varsity Blondes versus the Gun Club. Squash match, Gun Club wins. They do a family hug. We see Stokely. Austin and Colton turn on Billy. The acclaim come down to save Billy. And Anthony Bowen says, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was fun. Then we get a Jay Lethal promo. Are we getting a trios match at All Out? Them three versus the Pinnacle? Maybe. Then we get a Death Triangle promo. Um, I, I like Death Triangle. You know, I love me some Lucha Brothers. But bitches, don't be calling out Papa Will like that. Yeah, you guys are getting your ass kicked. You can't be calling out Papa Will like that. Like, Papa Will got that chest you want to lick up and down. Oh, my God. No, Aussie Open's going to cost Osprey in the match. Because Aussie Open's a downfall to the United Empire. I might have to wear my United Empire shirt Wednesday. You might have to. And you probably will. Yeah. My AEW shirt's in the dirty clothes, and it'll be a month before I do laundry because it's how long it takes for me to get dirty clothes. <sighs> then we get a Jungle Man promo. Jungle Boy. He's not Jungle Boy. He's Jungle Man to me. <laughs> I said, is Luchasaurus suspended? Because we don't see Luchasaurus. He is. Um, Says he's tried to hit Christian with a chair, with his hands, with a car. And he wants a match at All Out. Christian Cage music hits. Christian comes out. And Christian says, no. He says this is getting out of hand. That he's very proud of Jungle Boy. I'm like, don't trust Christian. Christian no. wants to fix this. The crowd is chanting, this is bullshit. Christian tells Jungle Boy, come back home. I put in parentheses, don't believe this bullshit. <laughs> then we see Jungle Boy throwing hands. Christian low blow. Now he's beating Jungle Boy. 
Then we see Christian get thrown into the stairs. Stomps his arm, slams his head into the stairs. So are we going to get a match? Are we not going to get a match? I don't know. We probably will. Like, don't we need to know what this card's going to be pretty soon? Like, I know we're getting, like, the, the casino ladder, what the fuck ever it's called. Casino ladder match? Yeah. We're getting the finals of the trios title. We're getting getting the women's match. Russia. That's all that we know of right now. That's, yeah. Damn. Eh, All Out's still going to be a fun pay-per-view anyways. So like, TK likes to wait till the last minute to tell you who's going to be on the pay-per-view. I don't blame him. Maybe that's why his pay-per-view boss sucks. Yeah, it's pay-per-view buys aren't that bad. No, they're not. I was being sarcastic dipshit. Oh. They're actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. They always get my money. Next, we get a Wardlow and FTR promo. Wardlow. War dog. Mm. FTR. I need to see his dog between his legs. God, fuck fucking hell um ftr says nobody messes with the pinnacle they use the word pinnacle what's sean spears been up to getting his girlfriend pregnant yeah and then wardlow proceeds to say everyone gets powerbombed mm-hmm. you can come powerbomb me throw me up on his shoulders God damn it. That'd be a perfect position for your tongue. No. Let's move on. Please stop. And then we're going to get Dax and Jay Lethal next week. Dax better win. So then we move on to our women's match. And we get Kylan King versus Tony Storm. What did you think of Kylan King? She looked good. She'll be wrestling again this coming week against Britt Baker. I mean, I didn't really focus on Kylan King for other reasons, but uh, yeah, she looked yes, pretty because good. Because your dick was standing at attention because Tony Storm was on the screen. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. But Tony Storm's King. amazing. Kylan King was trained by the Dudley Boys. Nice. At the 3D Academy. Nice. We see Thunder Rosa in the back watching. I mean, this is good because I'm not a Thunder Rosa fan. Like, they need to take the women's title off of her fast. I put Kylan looking decent. We see she avoids the drop kick. She does a springboard onto Tony Storm's head, which I'm sure you would like to do that. Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) Then we see Colin slams uh, Storm into the ring apron, and then Tony Storm is in control. We see both ladies down. I will say Colin King's got some power. She did the spine buster on Storm. However, 
Tony Storm does get the win. Woohoo! It was a decent match. I was really impressed with Kyle and King. Yeah, she looks really good. Then we move on to our main event, which, oh, it's every girl's wet dream. Roosh and Andrade Alito. And Dragon Lee. Oh, yeah, and their partner, Dragon Lee. Versus Mad Jackson. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Nick Jackson. Uh, Nick Jackson. And their partner, who we have no idea who it could be. So, those belts are beautiful, Tess says they're badass then we see brandon cutler hands a piece of paper to justin roberts the ring announcer and justin is reading off whatever's on the paper i didn't take notes of that the god of wrestling tennis omega the ending has come Kenneth and Omega. I don't know what that means. Omega is Greek for the end. So I refer to Kenny Omega as the ending. Kenny Omega has returned. And I also wouldn't kick Kenny Omega out of the bed either. He can come end on me any day. Oh my God. We see Nick and Dragon Lee starting off. We get Don Callis on commentary. I so miss Don Callis. Don Callis is amazing. He's like, he's more of a dick than Dan Lambert was. Yeah. We see Lee takes down Nick. Nick slings Lee across the ring. And we see Andrade's taken out. Rouge is taken out. We see Matt tags in Kenny. I think they tagged him in too early. I would have kind of waited and not brought him in until like the end to kind of protect him. Um, Kenny didn't look like he had that much ring rust. I was impressed for as long as he's been gone. Yeah. And we see Kenny Omega raining, raining down punches on Dragon Lee. We see Dragon Lee fight back. He tags Andrade. Then we see Roosh blindside Kenny because of Jose. Jose didn't need to get involved in this match. I don't know what I'm going to do with Jose. Brandon Cutler should have hit him with the camera. Brandon Cutler couldn't hit a side of a barn with instructions. (laughs) And we see Andrade slings Kenny into the corner. And when he did this, I went, oh, shit, his back. (laughs) Then we see Bruce stomping on poor Kenny. Like, Kenny just come back getting his ass kicked. (laughs) Then Lee begins to work on Kenny's arm with the brace. We have shit breaking loose outside the ring. Kenny begins to fight back. Andrade backs him up into the corner. Finally, Omega makes the tag. We get a trio suplex by the Young Bucks and Omega. We see Nick come off the top rope. Matt with the cover. Roosh breaks it up. We see Roosh slams Nick into the belts. Matt is singled out. Then we see La Faction posing. Yes. Then Roosh begins beating Matt outside the ring because the ref is distracted, of course. 
We see Dragon Lee working on the knee of Matt Hart, uh, Matt Hardy, Matt Jackson. Then we see Kenny Omega begin taking everybody out. We see a super kick by the Bucks. Then we get a super kick party by the Elite on Dragon Lee. And then Jose takes out Kenny Omega. <laughs> Why Jose keep got to interfere? I don't know. Then we see Dragon Lee through the ropes takes out Omega, who was held up by Jose and Roosh on the rail. Now, a lot of people were pissed at this move. Because they're like, there was a kid right there. Oh, well. Um, first off, you buy front row seats, you know shit's going to happen. If you do not want to put your kid in jeopardy, you don't buy front row tickets and put your kid there. I want front row tickets. You're also not going to sue AEW because I'm pretty sure on the tickets it says they're not responsible if you get hurt. Uh, you know what you're getting yourself into when you're sitting in the front row? If you don't like it, don't sit in the front row. That is like buying tickets to a baseball game sitting down the foul line where there's no protection, where there used to be not no protection. And you know foul balls are going to come that way, so you need to pay attention, bitches. Exactly. Like, I went to a Tigers game for my birthday four years ago, and some old lady got hit with a foul ball. So, like, in baseball, as soon as the ball leaves the pitcher's hand, even as a fan, you have to pay attention to it. Because you don't know where it's going to land. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So all them people that were bitching about that move and shit saying, oh, well, they could have sued AEW and Tony Khan. No. It pretty much tells you on the tickets that they're not responsible if something happens. You buy those tickets knowing that they're going to go over the rail eventually. Uh-huh. I mean, if I was sitting there and Kenny Omega fell over the rail, I cannot guarantee that I wouldn't be jumping on top of him. Yeah, and you would be kicked out. It's the last match of the evening. I don't care. I would get kicked out then. And Rampage. I can watch that shit on TV. <laughs> No, you would get kicked out. I would stay in. And then you would have to wait for me. Or we could wait till after everything's over and the owner comes out. Then I could attack the owner. Oh, God. Then you can kick me out because the shit's over. I don't care. Be banned from AEW events? I would, like, flip my phone number to it. (laughs) 
He'd be like, need someone to take care of you, call me. Oh, God. Anyways. And always necessary that you're thinking. Where were we at? Kenny Omega match. Yeah, I'm trying to... Oh, here we are. <laughs> I was looking at my notes. Then we see Dragon Lee with a two count on Omega. Then Andrade gets a two count on Omega. Then Omega hits the V-trigger. I mean, I have a V-trigger he can hit. God damn. <laughs> then he goes into the one-winged angel. I am an angel. And Kenny gets the pin on Dragon Lee. And... We have the Young Bucks and Omega moving on on the Dynamite side of the Trios tournament. I just noticed this the other day that they divided it up. One side is the Dynamite team, one side is the Rampage team. Yeah, I didn't notice that to a Rampage. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely need Kenny Omega to hit that V-trigger on me. <laughs> Right in my V. No, please stop. Then after the match, we see Andrade attacks. Well, Andrade and Roosh attacks Dragon Lee. And Dragon Lee happens to be Roosh's brother. Roosh is a very bad brother. Well, maybe Dragon Lee should like not lose them the match next time. And they take his mask off. What the hell? <laughs> okay. My top five moments from Dynamite. The Acclaim coming out to save Billy Gunn. The Kylan King Tony Storm match is number four. Number three, the Mox Punk segment one. Number two, Garcia Danielson match. And number one, which I'm sure is your number one, the return of the ending, the one and only Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega returns by one through five, so. So, moving on to Rampage. Rampage starts with Claudio, and he comes out with Wheeler Yuta. And Claudio issues an open challenge for the ROH world belt. And I'm sitting here going, hmm, who would challenge Claudio? And it's fucking Dustin Rhodes. Are you fucking serious? Like, dude, retire. You're old. You need to retire. Yeah, Dustin still got it. I still got it too if you want to come clean the cobwebs out. God damn. Anyways. But are you seriously looking forward to this match? Claudio better win it within like two minutes. No, it's going to be the fucking main event on Rampage next week and it's going to be like a 20 minute match. Okay, what's wrong with that? Socks. You're just a hater. You know who I want to challenge, Claudio? Johnny Gargano. Well, yeah. Will Ospreay. But anyway, um, no. 
I'd like to see somebody from the Jericho Appreciation Society. Maybe we should give the belt to Sammy Guevara. No. I think we should give the belt to Matt Menard. I was going to say that. <laughs> I really have, dude. Or Angela Parker. Yeah. Or Angela Parker, yeah. Rather him than Sammy. So then we get a Soho Ortiz promo challenging Sammy and Tay for a in, uh, mixed tag match. Somebody on Twitter thinks that Ortiz and Soho are a thing. Okay, then. If I'm not mistaken, I think Ortiz is married. I think he is. And it ain't the Ruby Soho. No, it's not. Ruby Soho calls back and says, no, we're just really good friends. So are you looking forward to this mixed tag? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. Keep talking. Uh, why do I have to keep talking? Oh, that's why. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this match. I just need to see Willow Spray. Okay. Like, just give me two hours of dynamite and be nothing but Willow Spray. Give me the hour of Rampage and be nothing but O Spray. When Papa Wheel comes out, I'm going to play this song called Freak Me Baby by Still. No. And, it, and this song, it goes, Let me lick you up and down till I get hot. Yes, I'm going to start playing that every time Will Ospreay comes on. I'm going to have Alexa on standby. Oh, God. So, moving on, we get our tag team championship match. Private Party versus Swerve in Our Glory. (laughs) We're going to get Keith Lee and Isaiah starting off. Isaiah punching Keith Lee. Isaiah flying, lands on Swerve. Then we see uh, Quinn taking it to Swerve. They have Swerve isolated. Then we see Swerve mount some offense. It's stopped by Private Party. Swerve finally tags in Lee. Lee begins steamrolling Private Party. Um, Keith Lee throws Isaiah Cassidy. I said he lands on Saturn after that throw. Yeah, Isaiah Cassidy's in still in the atmosphere. Isaiah kicks Lee, tags in Quinn. Swerve gets a two count on Quinn. Swerve does some kind of JLN driver, I think I wrote, I don't remember. Gets the pin and the win. I figured out why Private Party lost, though. Would you like my theory? Uh, because Keith Lee is amazing. Because Private amazing. Party lost because they were wearing Carolina blue. Well, yes. But yeah, Keith Lee and Swerve are amazing. Then we get the key, uh, QT Hobbs promo. We see the factory in the back playing dominoes. Hobbs flips the table. And proceeds to say, your word is your bond. So evidently, QT in the factory is going to try to take out Ricky Starks again. 
Yeah, that's not going to work out too well. Then we get our match for the FTW Championship. Zach Clayton versus the Handsome Devil Hook. Jericho is pulling for Hook. I put Clayton is huge compared to Hook. He might be huge, but he can't last long. Hook hits the red rum, gets the submission win. Squash match. <laughs> seriously, that's what the match was. Yeah, seriously, that we're not lying. <laughs> then we get a Menard Angelo promo. They they are calling out Hook. I put which one of these bitches is going to experience Hook. Which one's which one's going to get hooked next? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna make me a shirt when we go to AEW. He says, "Hook, can you hook me?" <laughs> oh God! Did we get a Billy Gunn promo? He says he's he tells Austin and Colton that he's gonna spank their ass. Oh, the shit I could say right here, but I'm gonna be moving on. <laughs> and he proceeds to say, "Next week I will bring friends." The acclaimed. Listen, I'm ready for a Max Caster rap. Because everybody loves the acclaimed. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> then next we get a uh, Matthews versus Serpentico. And Matthews throws Serpentico. And I believe it was Jericho that said, that means I just got my ass kicked into the turnbuckle. Mm -hmm. It was either him or Jericho that said that. We see Matthews kicking ass and leaving names. Matthews gets the win. Then we hear Miro's music hits. He comes out with Malachi Black's mask, which looks like he charcoaled that bitch. Yeah. Well, also, that's just how Malachi Black's mask looks anyways. Ooh. No, I'm his mask cold. is white. It don't have no black on it. Oh. Oh. Anyways. Matthew takes off up the ramp. He and Miro begins throwing blows. Miro sends him into the stairs. Jericho proceeds to say on commentary, we don't know what happened to Malachi Black. He could be in a dumpster somewhere. Probably ended up in a dumpster. We see Miro screaming at Matthews. Matthew slaps Miro and knocks him out of the room. Did we get a Britt Baker promo? The only thing I wrote about this was Britt Baker had on a Kiss shirt and a Pittsburgh Pirate hat. Yeah. Bitch might not know who Mussolini is, but she got good taste in music. <laughs> then we get your girl Athena versus Penelope Ford. Athena we get a nice, nice arm drag by Athena. Then we see Penelope nails Athena. Penelope looks to be in control. She looks good coming back off her injury. We see Athena in control now. Sends Penelope into the rails. Athena gets the win. And then Athena gets attacked by the baddies. 
Layla Gray and Kiara Hogan. And then we see Jay come down with a sledgehammer. Begins to hammer Athena's wings. And then Jade goes to the ring and hits Athena with the sledgehammer. Uh, Stokely had the best knee with the sledgehammer. Just and just laughing. Screaming. Yes, that is the best meme. Uh, Stokely has it's amazing. Stokely gives us the best memes ever. Yes, like he is a meme machine in a good way. Mm-hmm. Then we get our main event, which is the Trustbusters versus Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends. And we see Ari Davari and Chuck T starting off. Slim J takes it to Trent. Parker takes out Chuck and Trent. Davari sends Trent over the rails. Slim J takes out Orange Cassidy. We see they isolate Trent. Chucky T comes in with the breakup. Trent begins to fight back. We see Ari Davari in. Trent still isolated. We see OC in. He gets the DDT on Davari. Orange Cassidy wants Parker. Parker drops OC. Then he clotheslines Trent and Chuck. Slim J is in with OC. Davari gets a two count thanks to the best friends. Then we see Parker over the rail. Then we see Sunny Kiss knocks our, um, Orange Cassidy off the top rope. And then we see Dan Housing pop up. And he proceeds to tell Sonny to move out of the way so he can curse Slim J. <laughs> we get a double choke slam on poor Slim J, and OC gets the win by pinning Slim J. Hey, that finisher move they did with OC standing on top of them and then frogs splashing down. Oh, yeah, where uh, Chuck and Trent were holding the dude. Yeah, that was badass. That was interesting. Like, Slim J is like the Wish version of Eminem. Like, if you were to order Eminem off of Wish, you would get Slim J. (laughs) Whereas if you ordered Eminem off of Amazon, you would get Eminem. Uh, He is the fake shady. He is not the real the Slim fake Shady. Shady. You're right. He is the fake Slim Shady. <laughs> he is not the real Slim Shady, so he will not be standing up. No. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he was laying down getting pinned. Yes. By some freshly squeezed orange juice. <laughs> In the form of Orange Cassidy. <laughs> With his Jefferson's Starship theme song. Actually, like that song. Actually, Starship has several decent songs that I like that I won't really admit to. You just did. I didn't tell you which ones they were. You can tell me all there. Uh uh-uh, uh, because when we get off air, I think I'm going to go to bed and you're about the nasty things I can do to somebody. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna watch YouTube. As they say, if the bears are rocking, don't come a knocking. Oh God. Anyways, ain't nothing on YouTube to watch. Oh, NASCAR races. 
was a bullshit? Uh, me because I'm about to see Kyle Larson flip here in about 25 laps. You could go ahead and be starting your homework for school. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Go ahead and be starting your reading and getting your shit together like mom. Mom's already got one discussion question done. She's going to finish reading in one class. So when the class opens tomorrow, all I got to do is take this fucking quiz. I do got to come up with two research proposals, one about World War II, one about the American Revolution, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, aren't you just cool? I sure am. But did anywho, my hair. You didn't even tell me you liked my hair. I didn't even notice you did your hair. Your yeah, hair looks nice. Fun. Your hair looks nice. Okay, you know what? Fuck you. I ain't taking you to Norfolk. Me and a leader are going to Norfolk now. I'm the one who said I would buy the tickets. I'll take your fucking money and buy the tickets and me and Alita will go. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's my money. I well, buy the tickets. control t- of your account? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Who has there. control of the account? God damn it. Because you ain't 21 yet. Oh, Kyle Bush blew up. He can blow up at me all day long. Uh, where are we sitting at? What? For the Norfolk show. Tickets haven't gone on sale yet, dipshit. I know, but like, where do you want to sit at? I don't care. Hold up. You pick the tickets. I don't fucking care. Because I think I'm getting a solid. We'll talk about it off air. Yeah, let's talk about it off air. They don't need to know our plan. <laughs> our evil plan. <laughs> oh, then I tell you what. Before we get off the air. So I had mentioned to Bobby that I just booked the hotel for Norfolk. And he's yeah. like, is that where you're going to go after you kidnap Tony Khan? <laughs> Why the fuck would I take that man to Norfolk? I said, there is nothing in Norfolk, Virginia. I have been there several times. I said, if I'm going to kidnap that man, I'm going to take his ass to Vegas and marry him. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Bobby. You don't kidnap somebody and take him to fucking Norfolk. But Bobby's from California, so he don't know no better. But we love him. That we do. That we do. But anyways, that's the end of this episode. Yes, that is the end of our AEW review. Sorry we had to do two weeks because somebody was a slacker. No. I was tired. I, another word for slacker I've been exhausted the past week and a half might be exhausted too anyways you knew what went on in my dreams you know I'd be exhausted too anyways goodbye people of the interwebs anyways be sure to subscribe to our Patreon because we will be dropping 
another random shit Monday on Patreon tomorrow. It will be late tomorrow. Yeah. We have school work because class to start again. So go over to Patreon. If you want to hear our random shit, we may drop a review of the new Marvel series She-Hulk to let you know how much we love it. Anyways. And I think that's it. <laughs> and we'll be back with our, our wrestling review. We'll try our best to try to be on some kind of schedule, not just a random shit schedule that we're on right now. The past few months have been a little bit chaotic with yes. Yes. personal stuff and school. Yes. So, anyways. But we need to come up with a plan. Our plan is record whenever we can. <laughs> I know, but we need a better plan than that. I have a plan. Attack! Yup. <laughs> Featured of attack! Can, can I attack the owner of AEW? Okay, goodbye, so internet. He's so cute. Good. Bye, peoples.